Welcome, everyone, to the Mental Health Hour. Back again on this lovely Wednesday, as always. Um, it's good to see everybody trickling in. Michael Joseph Murray, Mr. Med, Naomi underscore Hattie. Good to see y'all. And we'll say hello to others as they filter in. Gemma, how are you? Alive. <laughs> Alive. Yeah. Always the great introduction. Yeah. That's all you're going to get yeah. today. <laughs> it's been one of those weeks. I'm having my bathroom ripped out. I'm slowly losing the will to live. Um, it's apparently going to take three weeks and I'm on day three. Well, this I... is a mental health broadcast, so you're in the right place. <laughs> as, as we open the show with my co-host saying she's losing the will to live. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you, Med. Appreciate it. Uh, very nice. Um, thank you also to Hattie and um, Eric, who is, will be probably joining us shortly for the birthday wishes and Gemma for the text. It was, yeah. I usually try and fly that under the radar, um, but somehow Facebook or whatever let me out of the bag. Yeah, I gotta love social media for uh, writing you out and finding all your connections and sticking them all together and getting Another, it so that you had family members and Yes. Uh, there's Eric. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate it. Um, it was my birthday a few days ago. Uh, and I just found out that my a good friend of mine had his baby twins born on my birthday. So that was pretty neat. Oh, very good. Um, so they can uh, take all the credit for that day now and I don't have to worry about it anymore. <clears throat> but Another year older, another year on the sober trail. Yeah. A ray of sunshine. Thank you very much. Good to see you, Ray. Um, missed you last night, um, but it's not like we don't miss a week or two here or there on the good old mental health hour. Due yeah, speaking to of which. <laughs> Due to children, schedules, work for me, uh, Gemma and I did an episode. It was actually with Jim in Chicagoland. Uh, it was, I think that was episode 11. So it was stressful. 70 episodes ago where I had gotten called into work and uh, we did that episode from, I did it from the fire station. Uh, luckily, I was at a slower house that day. But we were on edge the entire time because if I got a call, I was going to have to leave and uh, Gemma was going to have to run things. But the thing is, if you'd have left and the computer had gone into standby or something, it would have kicked us off. Yes, that was back in the Haps days where it was. It, that could happen. Well, like if I was the main broadcaster, it would, uh, I could leave it running. But if I guess if my computer. Uh, decided to sleep or whatever. It would it would mm -hmm. time out the broadcast. Oh yeah. Speaking yeah. of the broadcasts, I got the one you sent. I'm gonna upload it to YouTube. Um, let's see. After what I got. significantly edit it to take out the name of the place in which it was originally streamed. Ah. Uh. <laughs> That's all good. That's a, a, a fond remembrance of our former. Yeah, that's before it went um, tits up, shall we say. Tits up. That's putting it very mildly. And Eric, thank you for the 10 months. That is much appreciated. Um, mm. It's good to see everybody tonight. Uh, we are running on fumes the two of us 
Uh, Gemma was just touching on everything that she has going on with home renovations and whatnot. And we'll get into next week in a little bit. But uh, for those of you that were here last week or listened to the replay, um, Penelope wasn't feeling too too well. Uh, so we her cough was worsening after last week's show. So we decided to take her to the doctor just to be on the safer side with RSV and all that. I just wanted to, it wasn't resolving itself. I'm not one to rush off to the doctor for little things. I mean, I take people to the hospital for stub toes and it's just what the hell. But uh, uh, I, I kind of made the call to just go get it looked at and see what's going on. It turns out she has an ear infection, so she hasn't been feeling too hot, but she's been doing well for those wondering. Um, she's in there right now watching her movie, trying to take a little nap, but naps have been very few and far between. And even the sleep, she sleeps through the night, but we're getting disrupted sleep. She's waking up crying and understandably so, but anywho, she's on amoxicillin, so we did find out that she's not allergic to penicillin. Uh, oh, so there's, yeah, there's good that comes out of it. Uh, and we're just waiting for that to take take form or do what it's got to do and get that yuck out of her. But mm -hmm. um, so sleep has been at a premium here for the wife and I. Um, hopefully tonight will be a good night uh, as the amoxicillin works its magic. And... Uh, and how about yourself, Gemma, other than the house renovations? Um, I've got, like, the sleep. It's going to get to the stage where I have to give up and pass out because I haven't slept for possibly three nights now consecutive. Mm. So, hence the heavy filtering. I'm just trying to work out that there's no slugs over my eyes. Hello, Gracie. Good to see you. Um, yeah, so that's a great segue uh, to remind everybody, if you're not already, give us a follow on all our socials um, and the bio link. I just had it up, but there we go. Bio links there in the chat um, and our website is there, tmhhonline.com. Uh, give us a follow. Give us a share. Like the content, subscribe, whatever you would like to do. Um, but most importantly, if we could ask one favor, is just share it out. Share this out with everybody. Help us grow. Um, we're growing at a pretty uh, decent rate, uh, I'd say, from week to week. Uh, of course, we have our, our core group of followers that are always here. Um, and I know we have... Uh, some definite lurkers, which lurkers are more than welcome. Um, if you want to, if you feel like you want to participate in the chat, if you're here for the live uh, broadcast of the uh, of the episode, then please uh, feel free to type in the chat if you're up for it. If not, just want to take in some fun information, some good vibes, good stories, then that's all right with us as well. But share us out if you like the content and. Uh, all of our replays are available on YouTube, uh, which is on that bio link. Um, should be right up towards the top. Try to make that easy. Uh, and then um, there's all kinds of great content, mental health related. One thing being sleep debt and sleep, the importance of sleep. Uh, that uh Usually is a is a pretty good episode. We've done two, I think, on sleep, and they they've both gone off very well because uh, that's something everybody can relate to. You know, not uh, I've said it before. Not everything we talk about on this show is something that everyone can relate to, but certain topics that we hit on uh, just affect everyone. And uh, tonight may be the case. We're getting into some bullying and violence in schools. Uh, tonight on the 81st edition of the Mental Health Hour. Closing in on that number 100. We're going to have to plan something for the 100th episode, I guess. 
Oh, yeah, I think so. I haven't even given it any thought. Have you? Um, not a couple of ideas, but um, I've been working on a particular intro for it to thank some of the people that have been particularly loyal to the show, um, just as a thanks. So when we get there, I mean, I've started now, so I'm not pushing it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I just thought for all those people that are here week in, week out, um, and then Naomi and Ray that are always here helping as well and posting for us and stuff. It was just a little something to say thanks that I'm working on. Excellent. Excellent. Um, just to add to what you said about reaching out in the chat as well, um, if anybody's watching on a replay or in the podcast and you want to reach out, you can do so in the bio link, uh, bio.link forward slash TMHH, and you'll find ways to contact us there. Yes, absolutely. Uh, thank you, Med, for the four bits. Appreciate that. Um, let us get kind of started. We've done a bit of a longer intro, but I like the intros, uh, especially when we get some conversation going. But jumping into tonight, um, bullying in schools, uh, bullying and violence in schools, uh, obviously something that's been going on for a, a long time. Um, bullying is around pretty much everywhere, no matter where you, it doesn't have to just be school. Um, there's bullying in the workplace, there's bullying, you know, between friends, social groups, um, everywhere. It's not, um, not to say that it's, um, targeted for schools. However, the, the violence in schools is more, of a concern here in uh, the United States, especially mm -hmm. with uh, gun violence, um, knife violence, um, not just your typical fistfights. We've gone through a rash of uh, mass shootings in schools. And, um, you know, this isn't a political show by any stretch. So we're not going to really get into gun control and all of that that's not the point of tonight's episode tonight we're, we're looking more at what causes um uh, bullying um under trying to understand it a little bit if if we can and um i've got one slide on how to hopefully try and prevent uh some bullying um mm -hmm. so we'll get into uh all of that um, but as i said uh, and I've never, I've, I've never had a problem with this chat, uh, for any of our episodes. Um, but we'll just keep our political views to ourselves, um, and our views on, um, you know, things like gun control and what have you. There is something to be said. I, I've talked about it before, uh, about it, but, uh, that's for another time and place. And certainly, if you wanted to, you can reach out and discuss further with Gemma or I uh, about whatever's on your mind. Um, but for now, we'll just try and keep on track with what's going on. Um, that's kind of what we do here. That's what we look at. We look at what's the deal with it, what's going on with it, can we learn anything about it, and is there any way to help the situation? Um so we'll, we'll just do a rough kind of overview and uh, we'll look for uh, too much love here, says fat guy out west. Hello, Steve. That's Steve Blaine's brother. Um, good to see you here. Hattie says, whoops. Hattie says, students are even attacking teachers and bus drivers. That's true. 100% true. Um, it, the violence is stretching not just from... Uh, you know, targeted. When I was growing up in school, it was bullying seemed very targeted. Um, 
somebody didn't like somebody that they were going to let them know about it and they were going to harass them and what have you. That was the standard schoolyard bullying. Um, but yet now we're adding violence. Uh, and, and when I was going through school, violence in the school place was a, a, um, a playground fist fight or something or a lunchroom brawl. That was it. Um, uh, we didn't, I guess we were lucky. Um, there was always the threat of, of gun violence and we knew uh, we had protocols and, and drills on what to do if something were to unravel. Uh, but that, I mean, it, that was the nuts and bolts when I was growing up. Now it's a whole new ball game. Uh, they had not too long ago, I had just slipped my head uh, what state it was, but uh, the six-year-old that might've been Virginia um, six-year-old that brought a gun to school and shot his Oh, teacher. my God. Uh, yeah, six. six years old. Six. Um, so there has uh, there's been, you know, an upward trend in mass shootings. Um, you know, uh, it's not – what I'm trying to say is it's not just targeted anymore. Um, there's people that just go in and start firing away, and, and this is where the violence in schools comes into play. It's not so much bullying at this point. It's just violence uh, for, for the sake of nothing. Um, <clears throat> violence has become uh, gamified from my point of view. I, I actually kind of agree with that. It, it's, uh, it, it's, it's become a game to see who can um, – one up the next person or uh, come up with something new and more grotesque. I just don't understand the logic behind uh, it, but it's not, uh, it's not for, uh, I'm trying to think how, it, it, it's hard to understand um, what goes through everybody's mind and that's why we're not we say all the time here we're not trained psychiatrists we're not trained um, doctors we don't know we can't get into people's minds we can listen we can learn we can um, point in the direction of proper uh, health care or mental health care uh, as we've both been through a lot and dealt with um, <clears throat> many therapists counselors um, and, and for myself, more intensive uh, rehab environment. Um, so, Hattie says, our county sheriff did a presentation where bus drivers have bruises on their neck from being choked. Teachers are so afraid they ask the sheriff uh, can get defense classes. Oh, my God. Um, That's a word for the list as well. Just saying. What's that? Presentation. Mm. Um, but that's sad. That, yeah. I mean, and, uh, yeah. And and Hattie brings up a point that we'll get into actually tonight. The social media trend um, has certainly uh, affected this in a negative way. Um, it it, it yeah. It challenges. Um, uh, how do you say social media sites like TikTok don't help with kids create crazy challenges that involve others? Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. Becomes, it becomes a game at that point, right, Gemma? Oh, yeah. They think like that What that blackout challenge that cost the lives of quite a few children mm -hmm. where they had to choke themselves till they passed out, like mm -hmm. completely blocked their airways. And there was a number of children that were in severe comas. Uh, stem cell dead and I know there was one over here that was fighting to keep the life support on but they said that they were brain stem dead and turned it off it went through the court and everything it was horrific but as was mentioned earlier about how when there's fights and things and it's put like now they just film it everybody's there filming it and I've seen a number of physical fights posted to such as TikTok and other social media platforms, and it's horrendous. It is. Um, 
and it is all about the likes, the follows, and and uh, well, going it's, viral. Um, it's made it, to it's, look like glamorous and like you don't actually have to have an education anymore and you can make money quick just by going viral and all this with the there's like a, a large group of TikTok and like creators not going to name any names that have been in a lot of trouble and things for various different things um, from uh, online grooming, um, drugs, you name it. And mm -hmm. the chances are they didn't do very much in school because they thought they didn't have to because when they go viral, money just rolls in and they don't think about the future, I guess. Yeah. And that's the thing when you go viral and you're in the public eye, it can all be taken away within the blink of an eye. Yes. And um, Michael Joseph Murray uh, adds that most mass shooters, there's mental health issues. Absolutely. Um, that's uh, 100% the case. And that, that therein lies the problem. Um, how are we, how are we supposed to address the the underlying issues of the folks that that go in and do things like this when there's, there's um not i don't want to get back into like stigma and all that but like without having a good place to feel free to open up and talk about things and um not not you know this show is great um but I'm talking more broad spectrum, like uh, uh, benefits and um, what the hell am I trying to say here? Insurance, uh, not paying for certain mental health oh, yeah. related things. I mean, I've, I've talked about it before. Like it, it is trending upwards. It is becoming more of a buzzword. It is becoming more accepted. It is becoming more well-known with the insurance companies that this needs attention. Um, and they're, they are offering a lot more than they used to um, for mental health related healthcare. Um, because like any doctor's visit or hospital stay, uh, going to a psychologist once a week is not exactly cheap either. Um, so uh, if it can, if it can, be more free, not free. Um, if it could be more at our reach, within our reach, um, and within our means to, uh, for, for the blue collar folks, for, uh, for everybody, never mind class or um, society, for everyone to be able to get some kind of. Uh, counseling or help, whatever they may need. Yeah, I agree. That this is what uh, would hopefully help uh, not put an end to. Uh, that's a broad statement, but uh, hope hopefully help mitigate some of the issues uh, and maybe maybe save some lives uh, in the process. Um, I think so. I think if they could give an offer treatment to those that need it, particularly when it's picked up earlier in schools, it might prevent some of the tragedies that happen before it gets out of hand. Mm -hmm. uh, and get no insurance here with marriage. Uh, arranged uh, for me a long time ago, he did he I get insurance from his work. Um, mm. There, that's good that you get some insurance, um, some insurance coverage. Uh, I'm guessing you're saying there's no, uh, there's nothing for like mental health related things, mm. which I mean that is still the case for a lot of folks. Um, thank God my insurance uh, was one of the earlier ones that kind of started jumping on that, and uh, 
a lot of my aftercare and what has been covered and my whole my my stay at the inpatient rehab facility was covered so that was awesome um i'm pretty sure the the rehab would have been covered one way or the other um by insurance because i believe that's been going on long enough rehab facilities in general that they are covered by insurance. But I mean, the aftercare is the meat and potatoes. The, the rehab facility was the, was the foundation. The aftercare is what keeps me sober. Um, yeah. So uh, the weapon of choice might cause the harm, but the root 99% of problems stems from mental health. And that is just a fact. Speaking of numbers and percentages, why don't we pop over to some slides um, and take a look. We have some numbers to kind of look at and maybe see if we can't get a grasp on, um, you know, what's going on. Uncle Rick, I saw you pop in. Good to see you. Uh, before we get started, just want to make sure that we got Annie and Uncle Rick. Um, all right, let's go to slide number one. Gemma's going to run us through these and uh, and we'll discuss. Okay, so these are the most common types of bullying at schools. And of the percentages, 79% is verbal harassment, 50% social harassment, 29% physical bullying, and 25% cyberbullying. Um, I'm actually surprised cyberbullying isn't higher. So I think um, it might be... Um... I'll have to check the year on this one. I try yeah. and get when I when I get the slides for the shows. I try and uh, skim past the ones that are um, like 2018, 2017. Getting older. I mean, yeah. Christ, we're in 2023 now. Um, so I try and go with the most recent uh, statistics. Um, this might be an older slide. I don't see anything listed on it. You know, on the outside, but I know. Uh, like when I went to school, there wasn't the cyberbullying because there wasn't really the internet, and that made things a lot easier in that sense. But then, not in others. Um, but yeah, I can't imagine. Like it's definitely a worry for me because Thomas has got two years left till he goes to high school, and that is something that I'm already very concerned about with the bullying and cyberbullying and things like that even on games and things it's it's rife with it so this um i just found it this slide is from march 31st so almost a year ago march 31st 2022 almost a year ago um so it is not that unrecent is that a word unrecent <laughs> it's not that old um mm -hmm. But uh, I agree with, with chat here. I, I, I would have thought myself that cyberbullying would have been much higher on the list. Um, as, as we were talking about with social media and whatnot, it is definitely increasing uh, rapidly still. Um, but I mean, you got to also, also think about um, is, is social harassment, are, are they throwing that in there? Um, yeah, I it could be, I guess, like social media. But yeah. I think, I mean, that's just at school as well, which social I would have thought that would have been higher. But certainly cyberbullying in general, even as adults and things, that's yeah, pretty Yeah, I mean, high. looking at it on the face of it, I would think, I would think that it's, it, it's social harassment would just be, a, you know, socializing a group of folks, you know. But maybe they've lumped in social media to an extent uh as that is still socializing um i feel like uh these numbers were uh, the physical bullying was a lot higher when i was growing up than than 29 oh, yeah. um but verbal harassment i mean uh, I, that's right where it should be uh if not mm -hmm. higher uh, everybody does it <laughs> Everybody gets it. Everybody takes it. Everybody receives it. Uh, every, everybody takes it. Everybody everybody takes it. Everybody gives it in one way or another. If you 
you might not mean to be hurtful, but we've all been hurtful to somebody. I think we can own up to that. We've all hurt another person or spoke behind their back or something like that. Um, and that's that's what some of my amendments came through for the 12 steps. Um, if you remember last week's episode, we did the 12 steps. My step nine was making amends and certainly some things that I have said have caused me to go make some apologies and what have you in my, in my own way, in my own right. Um, but that being said, uh, <clears throat> this is just, uh, a source from do something. The source for these numbers is do something. Um, I can actually, the, the website itself, um, is, is a wonderful article and I will put this on the discord because it's 36 eye-opening bully statistics. Uh, from March 31st of 2022, um, and it's it's a good read. Uh, I made it through number six before I had to stop and, and get the rest of the, the show ready, uh, but it was uh, it was good, and I'll post that for you guys in the Discord. Um, moving along, here's some more numbers for you, Uncle Rick. Okay, so these are the stated reasons for bullying. So 44% of students say it's because of how they look. So like physical appearance or any physical disabilities and things like that, I guess. 16% uh, of students say it's because of their race or skin color. 14% of students say it's because other students thought that they were gay. 12% of students say it's because of how much money that their parents have. That was definitely something when I was at school, if you didn't have designer gear on, that you were deemed as poor. 9% um, of students say that it's because of their religion. 9% of students say that it's because of where their family's from. 8% of students say that it's because of their sex or gender. And 7% of students say that it's because of a disability that they have. <clears throat> oh. Sad that so many of them are just picked. Well, any, no reason is good enough reason for bullying anyone. Yeah, and, and All of those reason, individuals, mainly. The reason the numbers are so low, seven, eight, nine percent, twelve percent, is because there's so many, um, mm -hmm. so many reasons people bully or get bullied. Um, mm. Race, uh, sexuality, how much money you have. I mean, some of it just it it, it definitely comes down to. Well, we'll get into. Uh, it should be coming up on one of our slides upcoming but mm. jealousy is a huge factor obviously in why uh -huh. people bully they're jealous of of you and if you're taking if you're getting bullied it's usually or i shouldn't say it's usually it's one of the big reasons is because somebody's jealous and one of the one one thing i've always told uh, like my stepkids and my and um, co-workers that have come to me with issues in the workplace or what have you, I always say if, if, if you stop, if you snuff out the flame uh, or you, you, you take oxygen away from the flame, it's going to snuff itself out. Mm. Um, so if you're adding fuel to that fire and giving the bully what they want, which is a reaction, Mm -hmm. then they're going to keep on keeping on and get stronger and get meaner because they're getting what they so uh, greatly desire from you. And that's a reaction. Uh, moving along to the next. Oh, they usually do it in front of an audience as well. That's a lot of it. They like to do oh, it in yeah. front of an audience. Yeah. Because absolutely. of the gratification that they get for it. All right, let me just unlock my phone. Here's, a, here's something on cyberbullying. Okay, so bullying and cyberbullying by the numbers. 
So one in four high school students has experienced in-person bullying or aggression. 37% of young people between the ages of 12 and 17 have been bullied online, which is, yeah, I guess, with the other one. 27% of students reported that someone has said or done something mean or cruel to them online. And 23% of students reported that they've said or done something mean or cruel to another person online. And that might be higher if, I guess, not everybody's going to admit that or see that it is cruel or mean that they've said. So that might be higher still. But Let me take a look if I can find uh, this one in particular. I'd be, be curious to see the, um, uh, the, year, on it. the year on this one as well. Because this one was another slide that didn't have, um, and I, like I said, I usually don't put anything on that's been that's not of a, of a recent, at least within a year. I feel like um, we're not going to always get the most up to date. Um, yeah, I can't. I've got the website up, but I'm not seeing a date on this one. But anywho. That's neither here nor there. Um, as uh, as Hattie said, all the uh, informative slides and videos from uh, tonight's episode will be available in our Discord, and that is the link there. Um, <clears throat> I wonder if there's a way, Gemma, if we can... I, I'm not as good with Discord as you are. That's why you're the, the head honcho on there. Can we make that Discord? I, I noticed some people's Discord links have like discord.gg slash and then like their name. Can we do like slash TMHH or is that not a thing? Um, You have to pay for that, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, it's but actually, I have actually made it. Things. There is actually a short link that I made it into. Um, I'll have to, it's tinyurl forward slash TMHHD, I think. I'll, okay. I'll check. Um, but I think it's a paid feature, is that one? Nail Driver, it is good to see you. Hey, guys, I have a new friend that quit his job because he couldn't get corporate attention for racist manager's practices. I worked. They laid off the managers. Exactly uh, what they should have done. Um, racist practices have no... Uh, a place anywhere, obviously. We are not. Um, no. er, where was that number earlier at uh, the race? Let me uh, get this. It was down. on here. The that previous was, one that we've just that. come up, I just yeah. used Google Lens and it said it was 2021. Um, it located a source that said it was taken from 2021. Okay, thank you. Um, 16% of students in, in schools. Now this, uh, I, I like that we're getting a uh, broad spectrum. I do. I, I like that, but I'll be slides were from like a school perspective, school age, but thank you for that comment as well. Um, and it is something to look at. Uh, racist practices have no place anywhere, um, especially in the workplace, but you shouldn't even say, especially, it just should be an over overall, Zero tolerance policy everywhere. Unfortunately, that's not the case. There are still people that believe in racist practices and what have you. Oh, uh, yeah, very much. And uh, just like there's still people that will always, I guess, all of these reasons for bullying that are on the screen right now, I don't think uh, will ever fully go away. And that's just the shame of it. Uh, Tony D, good to see you, pal. Um, good to see you. I guess you're probably doing your podcast right now. Uh, and then Nail Driver says this was a large retailer that, uh, the name is not important. Yeah, the name, we don't need the names. Um, but, uh, thank you for sharing that. Um, we're going to move 
on to some more causes of bullying. Maybe we can understand, you know, what's going on. All right. Um, so here we go. So I'm going to work clockwise. Uh, so what are the causes of bullying? So feeling powerless in their own lives. Someone else is bullying them. Jealousy or frustration, like Tim mentioned earlier. A lack of understanding or empathy. Looking for attention. Mimicking behaviours of family. Bullying behaviours get rewarded. I have actually known that happened in families where they praised, because I used to work in a school and there was a particular pupil that it was pointless telling their parents anything because they would pray they would seemingly praise this behavior and condone this behavior um especially when it was racially motivated it would seem which was disgusting and then an inability to regulate emotions which again that would stem down to having some sort of therapy and counseling to help them regulate their emotions and if it's done earlier on hopefully it would be able to prevent them turning into bullying as a way of i guess releasing frustration or something right um and yeah as uh Gemma was touching on there bullying behavior gets the reward sometimes um mm -hmm. and it it uh, one thing to look at, and we we should probably do an episode on, is the learned behavior, uh, mimicking behaviors of family. Um, can you uh, touch on uh, jealousy a little bit more, or someone else bullying them? While I go check on her real quick. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so I was at school and was bullied quite badly um a lot of the things were touched upon in the other slides disability um my surname gave an assumed religion um and then like i didn't have the branded clothing and things but i think sometimes i've noticed in particular um having worked in schools, children, students who are deemed bright and intelligent tend to get bullied quite a lot because they, they, the others tend to think that they might be teacher's pet or they are just jealous that they're doing better. Usually there's bullying where they will get the student or students to do their work for them. I've known that happen. Um, that can be a cause of bullying and things like that because they can't or won't do their work themselves and they bully the other student or students into doing that. Um, someone else bullying them. Um, definitely, if they are being bullied, somebody who they portray as weaker than them, it gives them, I guess, a sense of power over somebody else and a sense of control over something that they can't control that's happening to them. And most of the time when someone is doing the bullying, they like to do it in front of an audience. They like to do it for the praise and for the hype that it gets them. And I guess the status that they can earn within the school of them being deemed as hard or don't mess with them or they'll do this, they'll do that. And nowadays with mobile phones being so, like most kids have got them, a lot of it's videoed and put on social media and then it can get worse and it can turn to cyberbullying and things like that it can just constantly stem out of control yeah. but yeah. Uh, yeah like i've known even kids that get 
bullied and treated badly at home to then go and reenact that at the school again with someone that they deem weaker than themselves or to have some sort of flaw that they think is a flaw, be it a disability, be it um, religion or anything. It can be anything that they deem. And the thing is, if they see that their parents are doing it, like for example, being racist or being discriminative to disability, if they see that their parents and their family members are doing it and they think that it's acceptable to do that, then they're going to be brought up to do the same thing, thinking it's acceptable. Yeah. And which is why I think as parents, we need to make sure that we are not instilling that behaviour into them and that if it happens, we stamp it out pretty quick because it's just never going to come to an end. And there's only so much that um, schools can do with that, having worked in a school myself and for just under a year at a secondary school, you will just get, you're not my mum, you can't tell me what to do, usually followed yeah. by all the bad language and they just... And there's a lot of that going on nowadays. Yeah, you just literally can't do anything. So I've been on both sides as a parent. as Because Thomas, even at primary school, was getting bullied when he had the cancer and the port um at five and six year old so it starts very very early on and then i've been and seen it from the side of a teacher and i've been on the receiving end of it that was very very bad at school myself because i had a very physical uh, very visible physical disability with my legs you could see i was also very very underweight and didn't have the designer clothes so i was the obvious i guess candidate for that to happen and it gives them a sense of power and control over somebody else where they might not feel that they have that elsewhere and again it's always been done in yeah. an audience generally you get that bully on their own like I once did and they're not as cocky as they are in front of their oh, yeah. audience. Certainly. You get somebody with a little bit more anger, or not anger, um, alpha male persona mm. and even the, the biggest bully can back down. Uh, oh gosh, yeah. It's all a, a matter of chest pounding at some at some stages of it. Um, yeah. And that's, that's I, I don't know, is that on there? Looking for attention, I guess, could be it. Um, mm -hmm. The chest pounding. Uh, and getting rewarded by status in school, like, I guess. Feeling powerless in their own lives. Uh, being bigged up and things, yeah. Just uh, one of the classic examples is and I'm sure everybody has somebody in their workplace uh, that you could almost tell by the way they act now they must have been bullied non-stop as children mm -hmm. because they've now tested their way up the chain or uh, worked the comp corporate ladder, climbed the ladder to the top and now are just bullying all the people underneath of them, all of their people they supervise or what have you. Um, mm. It's it's a classic behavior that we went over um, in one of my classes. That it, it, it's an unfortunate thing, but it, it now their powerlessness from childhood has stemmed into their workplace environment. Um, oh, yeah. And so, I mean, the, there's all kinds of factors. These are just a few, um, but a lot of times it's attention-seeking behavior or it's uh, learned behavior from at-home life, uh, mm -hmm. which a lot of things like racism and, and stuff fall into as well. Racism is not something that you're born with. It is, no. you are, it is a learned behavior. Um, it's not a genetic thing. 
you know, there's no there racist a, gene. There was a video, I'll see if I can find it and post it in the Discord, and they were asking children in schools from very young, and even before school, right up until like high school and then adults, about um, like their friends and things like that. And they were asking them about what's the same, what's different about them. And the younger children especially would only pick up on things like, um, that's a boy, that's a girl. Um, they like football. I don't like football. Things like that, rather mm -hmm. than mentioning physical attributes like skin colour, race, religion, disability. They didn't mention that at all. And it wasn't until they got older and that had likely been instilled in them by somebody at maybe home. And that just went to show it was some study that they'd done that shows that you're not born with this. It's implanted into you, uh -huh. likely from a young age. And I think the youngest recorded child in that experiment that they was doing that said something racist about one of the other children i think they were nine or ten something like that so yeah it's sad, it sad. Learned. yeah um okay we'll round out the evening tonight with uh the final slide this is just a prevention slide something what can we mm -hmm. do to try and stop yeah so ways to prevent bullying. So help kids to understand bullying. So talk about what bullying is and how to stand up to bullying instead of being a bystander and like watching it, filming it as we discussed, posting it to social media. Uh, keep the lines of communication open. So check in with your kids often. Make sure that they have a safe space to talk about their concerns, where they, they know they will be heard not always going to be you as a parent, but they need to know that there is somebody if they can't speak to you as the parent, which sometimes they don't like to. I know I didn't, but as long as you make sure that there is somewhere that they know that they can go, then, you know, that helps. Encourage kids to do what they love. So hobbies, sports, and special activities can help boost kids' confidence and self-esteem. It can help kids learn how to make friends and protect them from bullying behavior. Again, this was better before we had many devices and things, the internet, because kids, certainly when I was younger, would go out and play and do things, do activities, whereas now the younger generation are all screens all the time. And COVID certainly didn't help that because everything became on screens. Yeah. So the kids that weren't necessarily on screens had to be on screens. And then model how to treat others. So as we say, it's a learned behavior. Treat others with kindness and respect. Teach kids to um, teach your kids words and actions. So positive words, positive actions, not negative um, negative, racist, derogatory terms that isn't helpful. And then some resources that it mentions here, stopbullying.gov, though.in.gov. Um, there's loads of different ones. I'll post them in the Discord. I found some earlier. Yep. Um, loads and loads of different ones. But you can literally just Google anti-bullying. Uh, just yep. make sure it's a reputable site, usually uh, .org or .gov. Uh, use, uh, the and, um, and see if you can find the equivalent for stopbullying.gov. I put that in the chat. That's the big one here. Um, see if you can find okay. the equivalent for that over in the UK. Um, but that's a look, a small look at bullying and violence in schools tonight. Um, we're coming towards the end of the, the broadcast, so we're going to have to start wrapping it up. I have to. I have a Penelope to feed some dinner, um, and she's actually been really good. Um, Naomi says, I have told my nephews and niece that I'm always available to talk to. I know 
Talking to your parents can be awkward. I also said as long as it doesn't harm yourself or others, uh, the talks are only between us. As adults, we can be a good example for young people to not, if not, uh, if they are not your own. Yes. Um, that is, that's awesome. And I um, applaud that. Uh, I, I also uh, put myself available for folks. Um, especially um, as a sponsor. Um, thank you guys for joining in. We're going to do a little community calendar before we get out of here. Um, one thing I did want to mention, and I'll throw this up real quick, is tonight uh, our good friend Jim in Chicagoland, as always, does his Catalyst broadcast, but tonight he has a very special episode planned uh, on catastrophic illness and injury, um, the struggle and battle, uh, and that will be I'm sorry, not 11 tonight. It's at 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific. Um, and his special guest uh, is at Tala underscore no excuses. That's a Twitter handle. If you are seeing this live, you can give her a follow on Twitter. Um, and it looks, or it sounds like it's going to be an excellent broadcast. And I hope to uh, be able to tune in this evening for that. And I'll see some of you all there. Um, When's that one? So that, oh, is, tonight. that is tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern. So 11, 12, 1, 2, 3. three Am I right for quickly mention one? I haven't made anything to advertise it, but there's sure. going to be a number of streamers on, I think, Sunday. If Matt's here still, he'll be able to tell me. Um, Wolf Puppy, for anybody that remembers Wolf Puppy, that was on Periscope and other streaming platforms he's doing a dystonia awareness broadcasting train to raise awareness for dystonia and hopefully raise some money for dystonia um so there's going to be a few of us doing that myself and Ned included not sure what time yet but that is this sunday i believe <laughs> but i'll post in the discord as well and don't forget, if you wouldn't mind, to give Array of Sunshine 21 a follow as well. He does an excellent broadcast every Tuesday called Array of Sunshine. Um, we have to update this, or I have to update this command because we it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I believe. But the new episodes are Tuesday nights. Ray's in the chat. Give him a click and a follow, and he can certainly answer any questions if you'd like to catch him live. It's a great show that he puts on for all of us in the Twitch community over here on talk, uh, talk shows and podcasts, whatever this channel is that we uh, are a part of. And uh, yeah, Tuesday nights at eight there is Ray. So give him a click, give him a follow. And uh, of course, Gemma is uh, also doing her own broadcast as well. So please give her a follow. She's right next to me to that side. And uh her name has been in the chat as well. All right, guys, that should be it for tonight. Once again, don't forget tonight is Catalyst Night uh, with Jim in Chicagoland. I hope to see everybody over there uh, this evening, 10 p.m. Eastern, special start time, uh, catastrophic illness and injury. Right. At, oh, Craig, that Craig bloke. There he is. <laughs> Cheers, all. He's uh, coming in just in time. All right. Let's do – we haven't done a raid in a while, and I don't think that outro is working. So we'll do a little raid. Uh, who can raid? Who can raid? Let's say I don't really have anybody to raid. You know, uh, what's her, Sarah just went offline. Well, we'll give the uh, – Nothing's popping up right now. We'll give the outro a roll. Unless uh, anybody has anything else. Gemma, do you have anything finalized? Um, message. Uh, if you see Jim before me, let him see if he wants to uh, put, you know, the intro that we roll at the start. I thought it might be good to help. Yeah, we can. Some of the others. So yeah, we can Ray, throw Ray and uh, Jim in If anybody wants to advertise in the um, intro that we roll before we go live. Well, when we're live, but before we come on screen, just uh, drop me a message. Um, um, happy to help our fellow 
streamers and community. All right, guys. Stream. <laughs> we will catch you next week. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Next week we will not be live. Yes, next week. I need to uh, edit the um, calendar thing that I did because I did it all and then posted it all and thought, ah, hell, <laughs> yeah. I messed it up. Gemma will be so, out yeah. of town, so we will be off next week, but we will see you guys in two weeks uh, unless mm -hmm. we decide to pop on sooner and we will keep you apprised of that information over on the Discord. That's all we got. We'll see you guys. 